Hello dear listener and welcome to Marriage the Godly Institution podcast. My name is Joy and I'm also the author of the book Marriage the Godly Institution. Through this podcast, I'm bringing you the content of my book. Each episode will cover a new chapter. I hope you will like it. In our previous episode, we looked at partnership with God in a marriage. Today we shall look at where to get a marriage partner. A man has to find a wife. A woman has to position herself to be found. The word of God says in Proverbs 18:22, "He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord." Where should a man get his rib from? Should he just try his luck until she finds what pleases his soul? Long ago, parents sought spouses for their children. When their children approached the age of getting married, they asked elders to search for suitable spouses for their children. The elders were seen to be knowledgeable. They knew the families that were right in the society. After doing research, they brought feedback to the parents. They researched on the character of a particular family and the girl they had identified. They could even pretend to be strangers seeking for direction. They searched on what kind of family it was, if there were any incurable diseases in the family, any premature death and other afflictions. After they were satisfied with their research, the parents together with their son visited the girl's family to request for a girl. On that day, the girl and the boy introduced each other. The girl was given some time to make her mind if she liked the boy or not. If the girl was for the marriage, a word of acceptance would be sent to the boy's family and marriage plans began. When Abraham was old, he looked for an elder to go and get his son Isaac a wife. Note that Abraham did not just send anyone but one of his elder servants. The precaution was that he gets his son Isaac, a wife not from the land of Canaan, but his country and kindred. Abraham understood the history of his home country and kindred more than in the place where God had brought him. He was therefore comfortable with his son Isaac getting a wife from a place he knew. It is written in Genesis 24, 1, 9, and I read, Abraham was now very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the senior servant in his household, the one in charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the name of the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac. The servant asked him, What if the woman is willing to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to the country you came from? Make sure that you do not take my son back there. Abraham said, The Lord, the God of heaven, who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, and who spoke to me and promised me on earth, saying, To your offspring I give this land, he will send this angel before you so that you can get a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore on oath 
to him concerning the matter. Today, getting wives for our sons has been looked down upon. Parents do not make an effort to find out about the family their sons are marrying from. Our children, on the other hand, keep their parents in darkness about their marriages and only inform them when they want to give the dowry. Long ago, parents understood that getting wives for their sons was the best thing to do. They knew families had different histories of afflictions, curses, diseases, and death. They could not risk their sons marrying from just any family without proper research being done. Today, our children find partners on the internet from parties, schools, workplaces, and some go to churches because they believe that is the ideal place to get a good wife. Once they get the wife, they get out of the church and continue with life outside God's will. Brethren, there are some families that our children need not marry from. When our children marry from these families, they get themselves into trouble. What do you expect of your son or daughter when he or she moves in a family experiencing afflictions such as premature death? Yes, God is faithful and he delivers people. Do you know the foundation of such a families? Could most people be going through tough times as a result of marrying from the wrong places? The word of God says in Jeremiah 16, 1-4 and I read, then the word of the Lord came to me. You must not marry and have sons and daughters in this place. For this is what the Lord says about the sons and daughters born in this land and about the women who are their mothers and the men who are their fathers. They will die of deadly diseases. They will not be mourned or buried, but will be like dung lying on the ground. They will perish by sword and famine, and their dead bodies will become food for the birds and the wild animals. Elders may not be present today to help in researching on where our children need to marry from. The best person who knows the best families our sons can marry from is Almighty God. He alone can lead, direct, and connect our children with the right partners. He is our creator. And just the way he understands the destiny of our children, he knows the suitable rib for them. Our task is to seek his face and wait on him. The problem with us is that we start praying for marriage partners for our children when they have reached the age of marriage. We expect God to answer our prayers instantly and bring the partners the next day. When things don't happen as we expect, they end up marrying the wrong partners. God does not delay in bringing us the right partners. He brings them at the right time. The problem is not God, but us. We don't want to wait on the will of God. The way we pray for our children's bright future and good jobs when they are young, this is the time we need to pray to God to connect them with the right marriage partners when the time comes. All they need is to keep themselves pure as they wait on God, declaring that when the time comes, they shall get married to the partners God has ordained for them. Parents, we pray tirelessly for our children before they are born. When they join a school, we pray for God to bless them with wisdom so that they excel in their academics. When they finish schooling, we start trusting God for them to get good jobs. Once they get employed, we relax in prayers and leave it upon our children to get themselves partners. All we do is pressure them to get married. All we are interested in is having grandchildren. Marriage is a get of a good or a bad life. We should not relax in praying for our children 
children until we see them marry the right partners. Praying for godly marriage partners for our children should not start once they finish school, but immediately we give birth to them. Therefore, let us agree that we need not get marital partners from anywhere, but seek the help of God. Marrying a partner outside God's will for our own lives gets us into trouble. Maybe that is where most people are, but let us not allow that to happen to our children. I hope you enjoyed this part of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message and please let me know. In our next episode, we shall look at unsuitable marriage partners. Thank you for listening.